Hi guys, welcome to Gellis Guys Podcast. We've got a really, really special guest. Uh, I am so excited. He is one of the best discoveries that I've made in 2021. Uh, Mabanda has arguably the best album that I have heard from 2020, 2021, Imini. And it is just such an honor to have him on the show. Hi, Wongeziwe. Hi, thank you so much. Uh, also, I'm really happy to be here. So thanks for the for the invite. That's all right. I'm so um, I was so chuffed um, when um, you know your management got back to me. Um, just to kind of warm up before we get started. Um, yes. Can you describe 2021 in one word? In one word. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. A, a sentence. A sentence, right? Yeah. Um, um, wow. A very difficult year, I think, you know, I think for everyone, uh, yeah, it was difficult for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, was, was it difficult for you? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, you know, the pandemic really did hit hard, hard on artists and really did make things, you know, a lot more difficult, especially, I guess, in the music industry where things were sort of already difficult. So it just makes things, yeah, just a lot more harder to to navigate. Um, you know, there isn't a lot more festivals. There's restriction on venues and things like that, and and that does um, create a bit of difficulty. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so let's just dive into. I guess into who Bongeziwe is uh, for mm. people that may be listening and do not know. I mean, first of all, if you don't know who Bongeziwe is, you're not cool. I, I uh. have to say that. No, seriously, like, I feel like all the cool people know who you are. <laughs> cool at last. Yes, all the cool people know who you are. So I was kind of you know, after listening to your music, I've kind of been reading up on you and um, some people describe your music as uh, folk music or soul music. How, how do you describe your music? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, what uh, is distinctive about my music is that I listen to a lot and I grew up listening to a lot of different sort of genres. And I think my music does blend a lot of different genres so it's not always easy to pinpoint you know what it is exactly but for me I think you know it is soul music you know it's music about the the heart and the soul and uh, the emotions of life I guess and um, and that's why I think it's soul music uh, but like I said it's got a lot of influences um, a folk influence that's how I got into music you know um, being a folk artist and um, that's also a very strong element in my music, um, but also just different styles, you know, um, R&B, um, Maskandi, which is a South African kind of music, um, uh, Electro, which my music has some parts of. So it's definitely a mixture, but it's intended to be soul music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that. Um, I'm, I'm just going to put a pin on the Mascan because I do have a question for you on, on, on that because it's one of my favorite genres, actually. <laughs> like, I am a big, sweet. Right. 
Yeah, I'm a big Shree fan. Like, I am I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, me too, me too. Me really? Shree fan. Okay, so let's not put a pin yeah, yeah, on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's not put a pin on it. Let, let's just get into it. Like, um, I love that, you know, you, you say that that's one of your influences. Like, could we ever see uh, Shree and Bogeziwe collab? Oh, wow. I'd be honored, first of all. Like, I would love to. But... You know, you know, I, I, I once did a the cover of the the that their popular song. Um Alpha. Uh their song. Alpha na fellow bala, my fellow bala, I love that song so much. Um, but I just love a lot of songs from them and they've definitely inspired. I think I'm really also influenced by by a lot of the Maskandi music from KZN, you know. Uh, that is not the only Maskandi artist I like. I also like Wusim uh, Shongo a lot. And she influences my music a great deal. She's like one of my favorite artists. Shaloza uh, Max was also a Maskandi musician from, um, from KZN. I'm inspired by my Dalabunene, also from KZN. I'm very inspired uh, by Chabu Kanyele, uh, also with KZN and KZN. So there's definitely a, a heavy, strong ancestor from from uh, the Zulu side, you know. I think uh, that that is amazing. That is amazing, and I see it in the future. So we're gonna put it out there, you know. Uh, I would. I think I would love to hear that that fusion that would be amazing um but just coming back to to you um you know we started off with how you described your music um i was uh, listening to previous interviews where you were talking about the reception that you've received internationally um and you mentioned that france um is is actually one of the your biggest markets um, and yeah. where you get your biggest dreams. Is that still the case? Yeah, you know, um, it's changing all the time, you know. Uh, like now we have a, a lot more interest in, in, I would say, Germany and Holland as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how, how, I mean, how is that like for, for an artist, you creating music in South Africa, um, and this traveling and the reception that you're getting in these countries, um, I mean, is, is that what you envisioned? Like when you were starting off, did you actually think, you know what, I'm going to be a Eurostar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even, I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of people used to say uh, when I started off playing in South Africa, like, you know, you know, don't don't focus so much on your South African crowd. One day you're gonna be playing all over like Europe and different countries. And I used to think, oh, they're just being nice, you know, just trying to make me not feel so bad. But um, yeah, it's it's amazing, you know. I think um, I think the most amazing thing is that the kind of uh, feedback I get from like overseas crowds or different cultures that are not South African is that they don't necessarily understand the music, but they really connect to the emotion. And like, yeah, I think that's that's really wonderful, you know, that even people that um, 
don't really understand the words can still connect to it. That's what I'm happy about, yeah. Yeah, so um, in October, you were um, in, in London, like that was one of your stops. That's where I saw you. Yeah. Um, amazing show, by the way. Loved it. The crowd. So like the biggest takeaway for me was like, I went there and the crowd was very diverse. Oh, actually it was diverse, but I would say it was probably like more white people yes. in the crowd. Yes. Right. Um, and I was like, wow, wow. I was like, what is, is this you? <laughs> is, is, is that, um, I mean, how's that like for you? Like, does that take you aback or, I mean, considering the, the language difference yeah. and all that? You know, it does take me aback um, to, to be real honest. I'm, I get surprised, but you know, I guess it's been happening to me for a bit longer, you know? Than, than now, so I've sort of gotten used to it. Um, yeah, I don't really know how that happened. Um, um, but yeah, I'm just, it's really opened me up about understanding that, um, you know, you can be discovered somewhere else and that the world is really huge and, and big, you know, and that, you know, and it's also made me think a lot. I also listen to artists that uh, I don't really understand the words. Uh, artists like Yosondo, Salif Keita, uh, who's this guy uh, from Belgium? Uh, 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 what's his name again? With the Papa, I forget his name right now. Um, uh, artists like that, you know, uh, Miriam and Amadura from Mali, you know, don't necessarily speak the language, but you know, I I connect to their music. Yeah, I think it's is it Patrice? No, not Patrice. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I also, it made me think about that, about just artists that I listen to that I don't understand, understand the words or the lyrics. Um, but uh, I think also all that overseas kind of um, things that have been going for me, it's also made a lot of South Africans more aware for me, about me, because I've just done a South African tour now. And um, yeah, it's, it's, that much more beautiful to play here now because now at the shows everyone is singing along everyone understands the music so it's also like it's both worlds really ex excite me yeah 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 that that's amazing so recently i was listening to an interview that ed sheeran did um on the breakfast club um and he was talking about how he felt um because he's from the uk um how he felt he wasn't accepted by his peers um <clears throat> i guess in the pop sort of world songwriting world in the uk um and that actually you know he got more support from america um or from people in other genres um and i've kind of heard 
similar sentiments um, by artists in different places, maybe talking about, oh, I am from this city, maybe I am from Bulaya, Zimbabwe, and I feel like I'm not supported by people from that region and stuff. So I just wanted to ask you how you felt, you you feel the, the, the reception in South Africa has been, you know, what what that relationship is like. Yeah, it's, it's changed over the last few years. And I think it's changed mostly because of Imeni, you know. Um, this album's like, yeah, changed a lot of, and introduced me to a whole new, lot of new fans. And I think it's probably the mood of the album. Though it's quite intimate and vulnerable, it's also like has a young sort of feel and um, a very, also, I would say it's sad, but it's also, I don't know, current and um, and joyful at some places and uh, celebratory at some places. So I think it's, that's really made me connect uh, with a lot of new South African fans. And um, like I was talking about the tour, that really made me see, you know, the sort of work that we've put in into this album and how well it's been received, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's interesting that you've sort of said a, a part of it has been, it's, it's kind of been a, a, a push because you've had the international sort of, you know, success and interest and that's made people at home be like, oh, yeah. this is interesting. Yeah. Um, what advice would you have for an artist that is starting out and, is, is kind of trying to navigate, you know, their art being accepted maybe in South Africa, but also the commercial aspect, because obviously having international fans, it means that commercially it's probably, you know, you, you get a little bit more than if you were just relying on South African market. Yeah. Oh, wow. What advice would I have? Mm, good question. Yeah. Um, well, what advice would you have for, like you 10, 12 years ago yeah. or whatever? I think uh, it's really important to, to have music that you also think it's good. You know, you, you have to sort of like feel like you have something to offer. Cause I feel like if you come here, like, you know, trying to find something to offer, it can get so much more difficult. So I think that that's really important to have really strong songs you know that um um that people can connect to um and also which is sort of similar is the sense of self-belief you know i was like way too shy when i got into the industry and which was cool for some things but at the same time you know that self-doubt i think it really uh held me back for a while from doing what I really wanted to do. And I understand now being more in the industry that it's really important to feel like, like I say, like to believe in what you're doing. Um, it took a while for me and I wish I had done it 10 years ago. And I'm also still getting there, you know, yeah. Good, good, good. Okay, so can we just dive into Imini? Yes. My, my favorite album. <laughs> So I know this is maybe an unfair question as an artist. Um, which album of yours is your favorite? 
It's always the current one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always the current one. I love Imini. Mm, I, I, I do. And I love it for just very different reasons. Uh, I think I was in a very good space when I made the album and that really translated into the album. Mm, I had done a lot of preparation on like guitar before mm. I wrote the album. So there's just a lot of dynamics that like, I didn't, I realized now that like, you know, the more I learned on guitar, I could just do a bridge yeah. and, you know, and do an after bridge and change things where I feel that the album, uh, other album was sort of limited into doing. So there was just like this strong push, just like first on chords uh-huh. and and then which made me able to, when I finally write the album, I could have that sort of freedom to, you know, go up. Yeah. And then again, and then, you know, in the middle, go down, you know, and change things and change. And also I think, yeah, like I say, I was in a good place as well in my life. And um, um, it was before COVID uh, when we made the album, and uh, it was just a happy time. Um, I was, we recorded a lot of the album in Rosebank here in South Africa and with my friend and the guy I play with, Diago. And yeah, you know, we just had like a lot of nice days, just like sitting and making food and recording the album and like, just like really relaxed and no pressure and, um, and we got like really creative on a lot of things and it felt so good also to just make the album, yeah. Yeah, that is uh, Tiago, the guy who you were with in London as well, who plays the piano? Yes. Okay, okay. No, you guys, you're an amazing team. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, okay. Uh, the album, and, and it comes across that, like when you say you were in a good place, I, I, I believe it and I can hear it. And when you talk about the chords as well, what I like what you've done with that album is um, for, for anyone who hasn't listened to it, to, to me, it's, it's, it's telling the story of a relationship, right? From yes. beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. And the way you use the instruments to kind of, yeah. like, you know, in the middle, it's sort of going up and then yeah. it's kind of like, <laughs> it's ending in tears. Yeah. 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 So, um, qu- quick question about the album is: um, I noticed that some of the songs have date stamps, right? Yeah. Yes. So, um, like for example, I think Masizi um, Yelele is dated like fourteen November twenty sixteen. Um, yeah. And then there's another one, 2017. And then the last song is 2019. So is that, let's talk about that. Was that the length of the relationship you're writing about? You know, I decided to like, you know, like, and I did it with like uh, my Facebook messenger to kind of like find out, you know, dates, you know, uh, when me and my ex met, you know, on this date. And then like when this happened and like, you know, like when did the breakup, you know, just to, to add, you know, like sometimes in music, you have to put a bit of truth and like, 
and those kind of things makes it, you know, uh, specific a little bit, yeah, which is what I was trying to do. Yeah, so, so it was a long relationship then. Yes, it was, it was, um, and a very good one. Mm. And, um, and that's what I wanted to highlight in, 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 in the album is how, how love does those sort of dynamics, makes you feel yeah. like really high and, um, and, you know, intense, strong, powerful emotions. And then at the same time, in like a short space, you know, with the same person, it could be like really low and difficult and heartbreaking. And also it was mainly also written about um, a lot of the things me and my friends would um, talk about. Um, I realized that this love subject was like a big one amongst my friends about, you know, finding the right person, being in the right relationship, uh, ending things, and the difficulty of breaking apart, separation. Um, and um, yeah, and then I just, you know, I realized that, you know, there was like a real, um, a, an idea in maybe documenting some of the feelings that I had, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. So my favorite song of the album is Zange. Like Zange yes. makes me want to be in love. <laughs> it feels like the height yes. of the relationship where you fully let go and you're just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going all in. Um okay, I just wanted to play yeah. a little bit of it. I'll I'll see if if, if it works because I just wanted people to hear just a snippet of it. Um bear with me. Hopefully it will work. Okay, let me stop before your label sues me for copyright. <laughs> but okay, tell me about that song. What you know, the writing process. Where were you? I really want to know. Like, what was the inspiration? What was the mood? Did it take a day? How long did it take? I want to know everything. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so the song, um, it was supposed to be just a, a clean, simple song. Uh, I didn't think it was gonna be the lead single or anything. And it's, you know, I've noticed some, there's something about those songs. The songs where you sort of keep it simple and you don't try so hard, they usually turn out great because they have a an sort of certain instance instancy about them you know you don't overthink a lot of things um so that song the whole brief was like i wanted to have like that whole um andre 3000 hey, yeah, 
which is very much about, I don't know, it just gets you into that high school, high school, um, you know, disco nights or Valentine's Day, like where you can, so that was the whole, the whole vibe was to be, to make it feel very high school, very teenage kind of love and very like sort of the first time you fall in love and like what it does to you. And um, thinking back, like, you know, also being in high school, how love felt, you know, it's very, it's very overwhelming. And, um, and that's how the song came, you know, and it talks about the lyrics, talk about never being the same, like feeling like um, you are changed by love. So yeah. That's what I can say. It was, yeah, you know, all about that whole like young 80s disco feel, you know, and uh, as much as it's, it's like has a lot of sadness. Also, that's what I love about the song. It's very happy and it's about like, yeah, growing as a person and experiencing love. Yeah. I love it. And I can tell that you're happy talking about it as well. <laughs> like it's it's such a beautiful song. And you know, like when you start to like ego kaleni let me not sing. <laughs> I'm not the singer. But it's like you can feel it's like, yeah, you know, at the beginning of the relationship, you're always guarded, right? And yeah, then yeah. like, you know what? This person loves me. <laughs> yeah. And you just embrace yeah. it thank you for writing that song i i absolutely absolutely love it um and what's what's your favorite so okay what is your favorite song from the album and second question is what is your favorite song to perform from the album from the album uh, my favorite song on the album is Bambelelagum, and we did that like just on like on the last, like I think we had like 40 minutes in the studio or something. And then Diago was like, you know, um, just go back in there and just like, you know, vibe out. And then, yeah, it's just like, it's about uh, Bambelela Gomez, Hold On To Me. And it's in the chorus, Sisonge uh, Esinawa, because we are all that we have. And it's really about like, um, you know, like having a connection with someone and uh, and feeling like somebody is a part of you, almost like your family that, you know, that, and it's about um, forgiving the small things, you know, letting, you know, letting go of the not so important things and focusing on what connects you. And, um, uh, yeah, I love that song because it just says the message so quickly, you know, and um, and it's it's mainly also written about the fact that it's hard to find people that you know will can touch you in a genuine and in a deep way. So it's about you know prioritizing that, I guess. And then my favorite song to perform, I think, is Isipelo. Um, also a favorite of many people. I really liked just the song, also what it says. Uh, and it talks about the end of a relationship and, and, um, uh, and I don't know, like if any, a lot, I think a lot of people have broken up with someone, you know, that they still care about deeply or that they still love. And, you know, it, 
it's a separation, not because, you know, the love is no longer there. It's maybe circumstances or timing or something like that. And, uh, you know, that experience is really hard and it's sometimes really hard to, to put in words. And that's what I was really trying to do was trying to reassure someone that the love and the, the connection is forever. It's just uh, a matter of making sense of what's happening now. And um, yeah, it was a really hard song to sort of write, but I think it also was like, it was right from the moment, you know, I wrote it as, as I was like going through that exact thing. And I was like, you know, mm, yeah. And I think songs like that, where everything's so specific, you can pick it up, and the, the truth in it, yeah. You definitely can. Um, can I just play like a few seconds of it? Actually? Yeah. gift is oh man it is so so beautiful um and actually another song that i like is is the last song Diagutan. yeah yeah um, it's so gut-wrenching but yet like you know when you're going through it right with heartbreak yes and you're the party that wants to kind of salvage the relationship and you're listening to every single word the person is saying <laughs> and then you're like holding on to the little things <laughs> so i feel like diagutanda is one of those songs where like because you'd be like you know oh you know i always love you like, <laughs> like so um how was that for you writing it because it, it kind of feels like closure but not but yeah you know um I don't know, like someone once said like to me, uh, it's really great that you've been able to turn your misfortunes into a career. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I think that's the closure to me, you know, that, you know, a lot of my experiences are not, I kind of feel are not in vain, you know, the things that have hurt me the most and that have changed me the most, you know, I've sort of, um, highlighted them in my life and pinpointed them and said, you know, when I was here in my point of my life, this is what was important to me. And this is what happened. And I think, I hope one day when I'm an old, old man, I will listen with like an appreciation, you know, and that, you know, moments didn't just go by. Um, I experienced them and uh, I felt them and, um, and, you know, I had people that were important in my life and that changed me and made me feel and, you know, and um, I changed and became a better human being because of this and that. And um, um, 
I think it's important. And I guess, I don't know if that's closure, but that's how it feels for me. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and I asked you this question uh, when, when we met before, uh, but I'll ask it here. Um, so at the beginning of Mimi um, Esa Divanayo, there's the door opening. Yes. And then Diagotanda, there's the door closing. However, it doesn't lock. <laughs> it's the hopeful. Yes, I did hear a lock. Uh-huh. So is there hope? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, this next album is about that, you know, I sort of continue the story. Uh, um, and uh, I feel that this album, though, deals a lot. I think, I think from my eras of love, I think it's what I discovered that it's so important to, to nurture the relationship that you have with yourself. And... Uh, you know, someone like me who's maybe a true romantic and who is like, um, who has a, a yearning or an obsession with love. It's so impo- always easy sometimes to love the next person or to find beauty and things that are meaningful. Um, and um, there's also work I think to be done about um, giving that same kind of, um, comprehension to yourself and that's that same kind of gaze to yourself and I feel like this what this album is is more about though it's a continuation but it's also like the understanding of you know what a person can offer you and versus what you can offer yourself yeah that is amazing that is amazing and I'm looking forward to the next album uh you played uh, you played one song from yes. <laughs> at the concert and yes. I'm I'm in love already. When can we expect the, the next album? Uh I don't wanna lie now. So uh okay. I'm not sure at the moment. Yeah, but hopefully soon okay. in a few months. Have you finished writing? The writing the yeah, it's done. Uh I think we just uh we've started uh you know finding somebody to mix. So okay. in a couple of weeks, we'll start the mixing then. Yeah. No, then after that's just the master and then we're done. Yeah. Amazing. I, 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 I can not wait. I cannot wait. Um, okay. So again, guys, please make sure you listen to Imini. You will not regret it. Um, and shout outs, like a friend of mine put me on to your music and sh- sh- shout out to that person. So. Yes, uh, shout out to that person. <laughs> we'll just refer to them as that person. Spreading the music all over. Spreading the music all over, but um, it's 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 one of those things where let's just say I relate to your album on. Many- <laughs> ah, I I knew it. And that's what's great about this album. Like I said, like uh, so many many of us, you know, go through very similar stuff, you know, and uh, and I think we forget that in you know every day we feel so different and we focus on like what makes us different, but. Like, I think music or stories like this uh, make us realize how 
intertwined we are, how we basically looking for the same things and needing the same things and uh, experiencing life in such a similar way. And I think that's, it's good when we get reminded of, you know, what's that common thread that binds us. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, so just to kind of round off, um, just a few questions, just have, have, have some fun and kind of, I'll just ask you some questions. Um, what's been your favorite album of 2021 that, that you've listened to this year? Any genre? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably... Uh, it was friends, friends who broke my heart. James Blake. Ah, uh, I yeah. did not know he had an album. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, James now Blake. that you mentioned James Blake, I can kind of see, I can feel... You know how your your music could kind of fuse with his music. I I kind of hear. Uh, <laughs> is the way. Um, okay. Um, what's your dream collaboration? Dream collaboration. Ah, uh, uh, wow! I have Anyone so many. In the world. Anyone in the world? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe Tracy Chapman. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, in South Africa? What about in South Africa? South Africa, Tandiswa, Mazwai, uh, Zoe, Mutika. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot more. Yeah. yeah. So when before we started, like I heard you listening to some Prince KB um are you kind of into like afro tech and oh yeah yes yes it's Msaki's oh. new album oh so it's on okay it's on Msaki's yeah new ah cool cool because i heard first yeah i think it's the acoustic version what's that yeah it's the acoustic version ah okay okay beautiful <laughs> um what's the other question um yeah what do you do for downtime like other than music like what's your yeah. what do i do um i like a lot of um i watch a lot of crime stuff okay. detective kind of stuff uh yeah i like that uh i usually just like uh hang out at home yeah uh, a lot uh, yeah, just normal stuff, nothing too too heavy. Um, yeah. Um, how if someone wanted to shoot a friendship shot with you, what's the friendship. best way? Uh, I will make friends way very easily. So probably just say, "What's up? How you doing?" <laughs> okay, so what's up? How you doing? This is me shooting I'm my good. friendship shot. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. We're gonna hang out. Like I, I feel like we would have fun. So we would either we'll either hang out here when you come, or in the side. Yeah. I would love to. Please oh, hit me up. Amazing, amazing. I had to ask you during the people <laughs> so that <laughs> so that I hold you to it. Please. <laughs> Cool. Um, and then lastly, like when it's all said and done, 
you know, what would you want to be, what's the one thing that you want people to kind of remember you for? Oh, wow. Um, uh, I was going to say, besides my pretty face, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, I know. Uh, what's, what's the one thing I'd like people to remember? I'd like people to, I, I think it's, I wish people would know that, you know, uh, I was always like a kind person. I think that's really important. That's the most important thing, I think, for me as a human being. So, yeah, I wish people would remember me like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I think kindness is just one of the greatest things ever. Um, and actually, I think your, your music kind of conveys that. It makes us, you, you feel it, you know? I, I think you, you, it kind of comes across in the music. Um, so yeah, no, thank you so much. Uh, we will definitely, uh, you are definitely someone that I think, uh, we will, we will know as kind <laughs> and definitely a pretty face <laughs> and more than just a pretty ah. face, <laughs> very talented. So before we go, um, was, is there anything that uh, you wanted to sort of say that what we haven't covered? Yeah, uh, maybe just I enjoyed my show in London so much. Um, it's been a while since I've played London. So it's just so nice to, to, to see that, to experience like the show that I experienced in London. Had a lot of fun and it, I can't wait to come back. Um, yeah, I just love being there with everyone, yeah. Absolutely, and we cannot wait to have you back. Um, and really, you know, this is just such an honor for me. So thank you so much, Wangeziwe. Guys, Wangeziwe Mabanda, thank you. Pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for having me again. Thank you. Bye.
Oh, tell me. 